Yeah, if you just leave it standing pat, then it, that part doesn't change. Got you it. usually won't lose your overarching settings unless, even if you change computers, it usually stays. Okay, um, that's good to know. Not always, but usually, because I am usually doing stuff on my work computer and then I'll switch over to my laptop because I can't get to the DFS sites yep. for my work laptop. So, but it usually saves most of my settings. Like awesome. Maybe once a month it hiccups, but not that. Old. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Uh, welcome in, welcome back as we get you ready for this weekend in the NFL on prizepicks.com. Myself and Emac in the house. Mike Awesome Yo is producing, and we appreciate you hanging with us. In the chat, we only ask one thing. Well, really, two. You hit the thumbs up and you're subscribed here to all three of our amazing, awesome channels. Emac, can't wait to see what you have cooking in the kitchen. You know, that sounds like a segment, by the way. <laughs> cooking in the kitchen with Emac. There we go. My wife my wife would love that. I used to do most of our cooking and stuff, but now she, she went, uh, what is it called? Keto? She calls it keto light. Yeah, so okay. I'm all about the carb. Like, everything I make is carbs. Keto so light? Like, well, she'll have some carbs. Okay. carbs. She's okay. not super stringent. But like but a regular human being, not like, you know, people that are just completely yeah. stripping everything out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like if we go out, she'll she'll have a beer or yeah. she'll have a she'll have wine or she'll have, she'll have things that are not necessarily keto. Good for but her. She's she's crushing it on the sugar part. Yeah, so, which I imagine is probably yeah. one of the areas that people see the most results in. It's amazing yeah, so, sugar. Oof. Exactly. So we have a lot of things made with monk okay. fruit and a variety of other things. Look so. at that. So this really is something we could explore here. I was just saying it's, it rolled off the tongue, but you actually have depth in the world of cooking. There, I, I know from afar, I'm actually a pretty good cook, but now, now none of my things are on the approved list. Well, so. <laughs> in your house, yes, but you can always export. That's yes. the beauty of it. <laughs> All right, my friend, let's jump into it as we never have a ton of time here. And just remind everybody that promo code that Mike has put above our heads is there for a reason. Use it, awesome A-W-E-S-E-M-O, and we're going to match your first deposit up to $100. You're not finding that anywhere, $100. All right, my friend, we always start with people throwing the football, and I'm sure you've looked around. And I'm not going to even lead here and, and ask if, if my guy, or technically our guy, in Mike and I, Jalen Hurts, because I, I trust that there will be a Hurts appearance somewhere throughout this show, but take it away as far as the guys in the air. All right, absolutely. Well, we do a little bit better. Our accuracy improves with the likes. So give us a couple likes here. I know we're just uh, getting warmed up. So I've got three, actually three passing ones here, and I'm actually having under. So that doesn't always happen. So we have Kirk Cousins, who is going against Green Bay. Now, Green Bay has the number eight passing DVOA. They have yet to allow a 300-yard passer, and uh, Kirk Cousins has been below 190 passing yards in two of his last three. Now, I don't point that out as that's like a trend that's going to happen. I just point out that it's well within the realm of possibility. He's been under this number three, if not four times so far this season, and when he's gone under, he's gone under. So I think that when with Osmo having him at 231, Price picks having him at 255. This feels like a spot where we can look towards the under. 
I, I just, it, it feels good to me. And I don't say that all that often. Now this game, I'm, uh, this one is in Minnesota. Yes. So weather is not going to be a concern, but I think the conservative game plan of Minnesota is going to be. So I feel comfortable taking the under there. Yeah, I agree. I, I think all around the, the conservative play with Cousins and is a guy that I rostered each and every week in my season long here and the awesome leagues. And I, I was looking at, I, I actually benched him for Burrow as a result of that. Now I like the Burrow matchup too, but I'm really concerned that this is going to be one of these like 180. It's not going to be cousins is going to be terrible. Right. But we've seen this before where even if he has two touchdowns, it's like, you know, 175, 180 in the air, maybe a touchdown, maybe a pick. And you're walking away like, Oh, why, why did we think Cousins would explode for 300? Packers defense has been playing better, too. Yeah. And I think, I think it's just their conservative nature. that maybe he, you, To your point, maybe he'll throw for the touchdowns. I just don't think we see the yardage. Absolutely. There. No, I think you're right. That's the, that's the easiest one to fade across the board. You're spot on, sir. All right. Our next one here. Now, this one gets a little tricky because we're going <laughs> we're going into the Ralph <laughs> Ralph Wilson Stadium or whatever <laughs> sponsor has it now. But when I say we're going into the Ralph, we know what that means. It's always so we're going going to be a little cold there in Buffalo. It's going to be a little wet. There's some potential rain. There's uh, 10 to 20 mile an hour winds. Nothing. Uh, no big gusts, just kind of sustained. It's it's the middle of November. Come on. So we have Carson Wentz. Prize picks has him at a 205 and a half passing total. Wow. Buffalo does have the number one passing DVOA. Yep. Osmo has him projected to, for 246. I've looked at, at four other um, projection sites that are out there because before I put this one out there, I wanted to see what others were saying. Every, the lowest I found was 239. The highest I found was 250. So they're not doing cartwheels over Carson Wentz, but I think they're saying you're going to have to pass to move the ball, and we know you'll run it as much as you can. He just needs 205 yards. That's it. Does he get over 250? Well, that's a different question, and I don't think so. But 205, 205, not 250 is the number we're going for here. So I'm, I'm actually um, uh, think we'll take the over. I don't think it'll it'll be a 300-yard passing day, but this is, I mean, 205. Can't quarterbacks fall out of bed and get that after I just said bad things about Kirk Cousins? Yeah, I mean, look, though, <laughs> to be fair, only three times has he gone under that number all year, and I think it's reactionary, and it's great for prize picks, and this is another time that we constantly reference this each and every week. There's a reason why we can maneuver, and Emac is giving you such a wide gap in a lot of these. Now, he's doing the work, but you can as well. Prize picks has numbers that are low or, or high compared to projections. I think this is reactionary. I mean, he went over 230, 270, and then 180. And it's like, oh, okay, well, and then before that, 150. But through that, it's three games of over 200. We know he's throwing downfield. And even in those games, Emac, where he's not throwing for 200 yards, it's still 34 attempts against Jacksonville. So at the very least, you know, you have a shot that he's going to be throwing a lot. Yeah, exactly. And that, and that is, is just the, the icing on the cake. So I'm, I'm counting on, and we know he's not going to, even in a controlled passing game, this, it will, I think it will add up. And he does have uh, a decent receivers in, in three interchangeable tight ends that are all about the same and they're all average to above average. So I like this, this spot for him. Our third is, 
is Ryan Tannehill. Now, Ryan Tannehill has an over-under of 225 on prize picks. I'm going to just double-check that because that seems like very low. And in fact, it is 225. He is the second one listed on the sheet. So Osmo has him at 250 on our projections right now. We know that there is is no uh, Derrick Henry. We also know that McNichols is out and he's sort of their pass catching back. Julio Jones also out. However, we've seen uh, Tannehill since moving to um, Tennessee being incredibly efficient. He was efficient back with Miami. He's never had awesome receivers per se. I mean, he's had Brown. He's had some talented guys, Corey Davis, people that didn't quite ever come completely to fruition. But I think he's carried the offense more often than not from a passing perspective. So we just need him to get 225. Houston has allowed that in seven of nine. So even in today's NFL, and with them being what I'm going to assume is heavy favorites here. Let me see if I can find that quickly. So this one is in Tennessee. Tennessee's favored by 10, uh, nine and a half to 10, depending on which of the sites you look at. I like the over on this one. We probably won't get it till the fourth quarter. We're going to need to have it not be completely disaster blowout time. So, uh, you know, so he doesn't get uh, get the hook because they're running out of skill position players there in Tennessee. Somehow they keep winning. They need Amazing, they need it? a couple ambulatory people yeah. when they get to the playoffs, if they want to make the, make the right. playoffs. <laughs> but the, the other question is, we've seen Texans be a little frisky um, a few times, and that was with Davis Mills. They now have uh, uh, Tyrod Taylor back. Correct. Tyrod well he changed it oh he did it's Torod. yes we've been we've been pronouncing it incorrectly this whole time change it i think the beginning of this season he let everybody know that we were were doing it incorrectly he just didn't tell anybody i I feel much better now i thought this was like back when he was with the chargers and i'm i'm just that much of an idiot that i forgot oh no 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 it did he heck he was the uh he was at the uh uh, T-Mobile is what his nickname was, I think, in college. And then when he was the backup here in the Baltimore area, way, way back in the day. That's a pretty cool nickname, I have to say. Yeah. Not so that bad. I'm pro-corporate nicknames here, but that, that actually works by all means. All right. So that pretty much, as you look at for Tannehill, the difference, you're going to go over here simply because of the yes. matchup. Yeah. And you have to at 225 and a half. I'm with you. Houston yeah, it, miserable. It, it just it, it seems like it, it just seems appropriate. I agree. Um, I agree. For these yeah. here. Do you want to do you want to tell them how price picks works real sure. quick? Sure. So basically it as you see in the background is Emac is laying out the difference between the numbers you see with price picks and what we have on awesome where you should always be going to check Alex's projections. Mike has the site pricepicks.com. It's the and I always say this, right? It's the king over unders. It's where you can go and it's as simple as just going over or under and the beauty of it is you're not relegated to it being the same sport. Now, you can't go and build a ticket with the same player. You have to choose one specific prop with it, but you can build it, and then throughout your ticket, if it's the NBA, if it's the NFL, if it's college football, and we have shows with prize picks on Osimo that are specifically geared for each sport. So theoretically, you could just pick a day and say, oh, all right, well, I want to build a college football ticket, but I really know the NBA, so I can just combine the two. And that's the beauty of prize picks is that you're not stuck in one sport. And look, from A.J. Brown, David Johnson, you can see Mike is scrolling through a, a lot of great and really smart categories 
especially with some guys that you won't be able to bet on at books. Trust me, I, I try. I look at these numbers, our projections, and think, all right, well, are they even on books? They're not. They're only at prize picks. So it's really a intricate and more unique way to just play over-unders. And then we'll give you the promo code on top of that awesome and match the first 100 that you put in. Yeah, and that's and that just works out to be truly a, a great thing here with uh, the promo code and everything else because the the whole point here is to try to make money try to not redeposit and that is something that gets us so far of the way there because you can you get a, a feel for how it's working out I mean, you don't have to play you can do a dollar bet you can do a two dollar bet three dollar <laughs> bet don't blow through it all at once forget your feel for it to determine what you like they have contests for everything second half football games first half football um the, the prime time games if you feel you got three but you want to go for four as Eton said Pick another sport. Find something sure. else. It's You have a lot of flexibility here. I do that a lot where we'll have shows for prize picks on a sport that maybe I'm not paying as much attention to or I don't know as much as far as looking at the different, like the sharp angles of it, and then combine that with a ticket that I'm already looking at if it's the NFL or specifically here with college. So it's great for anybody who's kind of like moving along and trying to figure out where they can get in. That's the beauty of it. We're always going to have projections and a show for you. All right, man, let's move to the guys on the ground here. And as we've been doing throughout the season, doesn't mean that it's all running backs. It's just rushing yards specifically. And I'll let you begin, Emac. All right. So key thing here for the rushing yards, I was I was looking around at, at of course, at a lot of different ones. The one that, that's really going to pop is, is Jeff Wilson. So Eli Mitchell is doubtful to play. He hurt his uh, jammed a finger or sprained a finger in the first quarter of their primetime game. And the coach said he didn't say anything to anybody, but they don't want to, they don't want to have him play. We know that Sermon is just not going to be happening at this point. And we know Kyle Juszczyk is not going to carry the ball a lot. That means Jeff Wilson, who we have seen multiple times, um, should be out here in the mix, should be, uh, you know, getting a lot of, uh, a lot of action and we just need him to get a little over 70 yards. Now that's completely doable. Now Osmo hasn't updated his, his projections yet, but they did have uh, Mitchell because they're working on him right now, but they did have Mitchell in uh, currently and he has at 78 yards. Even with that, David Wilson, or probably Jeff Wilson still has um, like 23 or 27 yards, somewhere right around there. So he's not going to get all the yards because we know the 49ers will put multiple people in the backfield, but we know whomever is the prime guy is going to get the workload is going to get the opportunities. And that's going to be their goal. So he's relatively healthy. He's just played a little bit last week. He was activated the week before um, even though he didn't play. So they're not, you know, they've, they, if any team knows about running back injuries, it is the 49ers. Um, and then it's the Seahawks and then it's Cleveland. And then it is uh Baltimore <laughs> year yeah. after year after year. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> it's very true, my friend. I, and I love it. I love the play there with Wilson, especially because of what happened with Mitchell. Now that's not that even large of a gap compared to what we have next yeah. with Eckler, right? So Eckler's an interesting one. And I wanted yeah. to go, go look a little deeper into this one as well, because we have a pretty big gap on this one. So I checked some alternative uh sources here so price picks has Eckler at 54 and a half rushing yards he's going against Pittsburgh this is the Sunday night football game so Pittsburgh is they have the 17th rushing DVOA 15th passing DVOA they've been slipping 
And that's that's something where I, why I wanted to dig into this a fair amount was because I I couldn't understand why there was such a difference here. Now the only thing I could think of is they they think he won't do as much running. He'll get his via receiving, and they'll use one of the other backs that whichever one happens to be healthful healthy at the moment because they're you know Roundtree and Kelly and you know Josh Jackson. I think it's Josh Jackson whichever one they're all interchangeable and one of them's always hurt <laughs> so surprisingly we've we've seen uh, Eckler do a little bit more from a rushing standpoint so if we go look at the at the Steelers um running backs against the Steelers I mean last week they um well Godwin uh Igwe BK got uh, two carries for 56 nice. Jamar Jefferson three for 41 but DeAndre Streff 33 for 130, David Montgomery, 13 for 36. Prior to that, Nick Chubb, 16 for 61. Alex Collins, of all people, uh, 20 for 101. Javante Williams, 8 for 60. Aaron Jones, 15 for 48. That same game, Dylan, 15 for 81. Joe Mixon, 18 for 90. Peyton Barber, 13 for 32. Devin Singletary, week one, 11 for 72. So they, we, they're going to give up the yards. We just need it to go to Eckler. And I think we will in, in this particular matchup. I went and looked at a few other um, sites. And, and again, Osmo is not the most aggressive. Sure. But um, the, the lowest I found was, uh, was, was 62. And that is still uh, well above the, the 54. The highest I found was 79. I that was it. above Osmo. So it, it seems like at least we're we're sort of in the range there. And I really like um, this one. Now, where you, you, if you're feeling a little a little worried or a little burned, we can start to look at Edward um, Eckler fantasy points, and then we can work in the touchdown. It's full PPR, et cetera. But I'm okay with with uh, with uh, the yardage total at this point. Now, let's talk real quick about his his uh, actual yardage totals. So going back with, uh, well, I'm just going to read them all real quick because okay. it's just, it, you guys just need to know it. The starting in week one, 15 for 57, nine for 45, nine for 54, 11 for 55, 15 for 117, 17 for 66, six for seven. That was against Baltimore is a disaster. 11 for 64, 17 for 59, 11 for 44. He's going to be right around there Absolutely. without even yeah. trying. Right. And the Baltimore's the outlier, clearly. I mean, that's yeah. right there. It's, it's, it's rather sharp as far as his average is concerned, and then you factor in our own projections and what Alex has on site, and it makes sense to hammer it. All right. Absolutely. I see our old friend has made an appearance. <laughs> hey, Mac. <laughs> All right. Are you ready to talk yes. Jalen Hurts? And of course you are. Because I can't wait. <laughs> I look forward to this. So every week we keep putting the over and he has, I think, delivered on all but one now. <laughs> I still think this number should be around 60, 58 and a half, 61. Yep. That, that's about where it should be every week just by default with this guy. Now he is going against the number one rushing DVOA in New Orleans. However, Osmo has him projected for 62 and a half yards. I did look elsewhere and the consensus seems to be mid fifties. So we're a little bit higher than that. But again, we just need him to go over 43. Do you know how many 100 yard rushing games in his career that Jalen Hurts has? Is this a trick question? No. Uh, three? It is one. I one. thought it was more than one. Yeah, I didn't think it would be more than three. Three was my ceiling, but okay. Did you know it was against this same New Orleans squad absolutely. barely 15 games ago? That's the Taysom Hill game. Absolutely. Where the New Orleans, I think Winston was on the bench 
and we were making fun of Sean Payton with his refusal to to go to anybody other than Taysom Hill. And I remember that absolutely. Okay, yeah, wow. So we're we're going we're going back to the beginning yeah. now. Yes, this we we know what we're getting from Jalen Hurts. That doesn't I don't care who the opponent is. And by the way, New Orleans way better this year than they were last year. But we've seen a nice track record. I think 40, 45 is the is what I would think is a baseline. Um, while he may not get over 75, he's been right around the low 60s more often than not. And I think that's appropriate. And that's where Osmo has him as well, even in a difficult matchup, because we know he's going to have to get it done more or less himself. Um, and he's not afraid to do that. And, and he's, he's the one. The only thing that makes me nervous is if when they do the RPO, if the New Orleans Saints just say, we know you're not passing it, we're just going to focus on you. <laughs> that would be the only problem. <laughs> Here's the thing to your point is if they shut the RPO down or if they anticipate the RPO, it's going to go back to traditional passing. And the head coach here has only ran the ball consistently for three games. It's not like this has been their identity all season. We've seen what happens when they throw a ton, they're down, and then Jalen has these amazing fourth quarters. At some point, and I think it's going to be earlier than not, to your, to your point, Emac, the Eagles are going to have to throw the football and will throw the football. And then a lot of stats and a lot of metrics don't account for what happens when a quarterback runs after the pass play breaks down or the pocket breaks down? That's where you can get half, if not two-thirds of that number on one run from Hertz. So here's, here's the perfect example. Mac Jones has a career-high 28 rushing yards against this New Orleans squad on six wow. carries. Mac Jones has like had 56 positive net yards <laughs> in like 65 attempts. That accounts, accounts for sacks and lost <laughs> yards. He's not a running quarterback. That's back right. in his Alabama days. Right. Uh, Taylor Heineke, five for 40. Geno Smith, three for 12. Now, that, that's not great, but I'm just saying – it, these are guys that you would you would not expect to guys. run. Yeah, and Geno Smith is not a running guy, no matter. No, what no, no, no. Not no. today's, not thirty-two-year-old Geno Smith. Right, twenty-four-year-old I mean, Geno Smith, sure. a little more mobile coming out bit. of college and all that, but not current Geno Smith. I like it though. I, I think you have a good number and a good range there. All right, so we're winding down. I know we have to get to receiving yards, and then the yep. always favorite anytime TD before we sneak out of here, Emac. All right. Did you know? that uh, Michael Gallup is out, or pardon me, uh, Amari Cooper is out yes. with the uh, COVID. So he had a positive test. He's going to miss the next two games. Michael Gallup did return. Of course, we have C.D. Lamb, but I want to look at, at the other two guys there. Now, we're, we've got the, the fireworks game here, the, uh, the, the Cowboys versus Kansas City. We, this is just going to be a, a fun game to watch. Hopefully, we get some, you know, like Kansas City and the Rams from uh, a few years back when they put up what lever like a hundred points or was that yeah, exactly. yeah, the Rams it's a good shot here yeah so we'll see that would be a, a, a lot of fun so we have Cedric Wilson at 28 yards Osmo has him for 38 so I think that's reasonable Michael Gallup uh they have uh price picks has for 31 and a half Osmo has it for 58 so I really like the Gallup one I, I started looking at Wilson but then I saw the Gallup one I'm like yeah. wait a second I would have thought they'd have Gallup closer to like 52 or yep. 57 that's no really not yet by kickoff perhaps these are not static lines these will change if you want to get in on them you got to get in on them now I love it yeah exactly right it's the warning that we give out on these Saturday shows to get you prepared to jump in right now all right man let's wind down anytime touchdown all right. Well, I was I was looking at uh, Cam. You may have heard Cam Newton's back. I now, have. Technically, is this a Hulk revenge game? Back. 
against his old coach who has gone through how many quarterbacks and never gave Cam a call for his new team? Yeah, hmm. I can see that. Just saying. I can um, see that. I like that angle. I'm a big fan of the narrative. But I believe I'll, I'll have to pull it up. But Cam had 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 multiple touchdowns. He, uh, he has one and a half. So he needs to get two touchdowns. Passing counts, rushing counts for any time touchdowns. I like Christian McCaffrey a little better. McCaffrey has about a 57% chance to score on the ground, about a 12% chance to score through the air. That gets us almost up to 70% chance. We just need a touchdown. Remember how many touchdowns that uh, McCaffrey got while Cam Newton was his quarterback. This is not the Patriots that we saw last year where the, you know, it was just like, Cam's like, I gotta, I gotta, you know, and Belichick's like, I gotta prove I made the right decision. Cam's got, I gotta prove I still got something left. (laughs) Even if I run it in Steve Grogan style, you know, 17 times in the year, no one's going to get that reference, but that's okay. Uh, Steve Grogan at one point held the most rushing touchdown records in the nfl steve grogan was an old broken yes. down guy when he did you four you are dating yourself as you continue to explain i had his football card back in that. the yes. 1981 yes. pop series yes <laughs> and next is like i wore his number in pop warner before it was even pop warner before pop was even born me and jim thorpe talked about him back in the day <laughs> oh it's great no the numbers speak for it man mccaffrey right there over Anytime touchdown. We jammed a lot in. Uh, I know we got a jet, but it's always a pleasure. We never have enough time because we always go down a rabbit hole and have to. We always go down that. the Jalen Hurts. It's, you know, yes. we're not worthy. We're I blame worthy. you. I blame you. All right. <laughs> That's Evac. I'm Aton. We're back next week. Thanks to Mike Awesomeo for producing prizepicks.com. Use our promo code Awesomeo and we'll match your first deposit up to $100. Have a great weekend.